listening to the Healthy Habitat Podcast with Natalie Noctegall. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it is for you, wherever you happen to be in the world. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. It really is an honor to just uh, take up a little space in between your ears. <laughs> that was a weird thing to say, but um, yeah, thank you. It's um, It really is an honor. Welcome back to the Healthy Habitat podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. I am sipping on a cup of lamb broth, lamb meat broth, and uh, actually have a yogurt face mask on right now. <laughs> this is literally the epitome of what this episode is going to be about. Um, so this episode is all about animal-based what is animal-based eating? What's an animal-based diet? What is animal-based healing? Why animal-based? Like, why? Why is that a thing? Um, and I just think it's hilarious that I am literally embodying that concept right now without intentionally thinking about it, but here we are. Um, so let's talk about that. Uh, I have been animal-based and I guess we could technically say carnivore and I'll talk more about, you know, what each of those mean and stand for and what they've come to mean to me. Cause I know it, it can mean a lot of different things to different people. These are not black and white terms. Um, but I have been experimenting with this way of eating and healing for three years now. Actually, um, I first started dabbling in it, I guess the end of 2019 and really leaned in, uh, in 2020. I think a lot of people did, which is interesting. And for me, that started before the pandemic. That was just big old coincidence, but it was, um, January, February, February of 2020 is whenever I started really embracing this way of eating um, for my own healing journey. And here we are, it's 2023. And to be honest, I haven't really looked back, even though, um, I've, if you listen to my journey, uh, you heard that I experimented and was more strict, um, and less strict throughout the journey, just as I was feeling things out. But, um, this way of eating has really served me. So let's, let's talk about that. Animal-based eating, an animal-based diet. What the heck? Like, are we just making fun of all the plant-based um, people out there of the vegan narrative? No, absolutely not. That was me. That was totally me. I was so plant-based. I was so vegan. You have no idea. Um, and not that we're really going to talk about that, but I, I did just want to talk about animal-based because. It's weird this day and age, um, probably because of our global connection with each other, you know, thanks to social media and technology and the internet in general, we have this connection with so many people at once, which um, is a lot of things. But one thing that it is, is that there's just a vast stream of communication going on um, and lots of global trends, which is crazy, uh, that that can happen on such a large scale. And diets are one of those trends. You know, um, there's 
a lot of different diets and ways of eating and a lot of different philosophies around food that we as humans have come to. I'm, I'm going to say just more recently, like let's say like the 80s, the 90s, um, the 2000s, of course, to now. There's all these different trends. And I know that that has come from our health. Our health has really shifted in the modern era. We all know that. Everyone knows that. Um, the health of, you know, the health, and I'm just going to say the fitness of us as well. It's really, really shifted. And I think a lot of people, you know, out of necessity, really seek a different way of eating, of living, of being something that will offer some answers. And I'm no different. Um, the same thing happened to me, but within this weird space of all these different diets and trends, um, it, it can feel overwhelming and confusing to know, you know, which way is right. Because especially when it comes to animal-based, literally the opposite of plant-based, which I think has become an idealized gold standard of health. Like if you can be as plant-based as possible, it paints this picture of health and vitality and uh, more natural and you know, I've come to believe that that's actually really not the case. And there's a lot of reasons to that, that, you know, we'll get into, but that has become this facade of the best way to eat. I think in like the standard person's mind. And, um, so it's kind of weird and crazy to think, uh, animal based. How is that not just another fad trend thing? And it, it is in a lot of ways and can be, but I just wanted to talk about it from my perspective um, and kind of sorry, not sorry. If you hear the birds chirping this morning, <laughs> I have the windows open. It's such a beautiful, um, we're just right on the cusp of the autumn equinox in September. And so the, the air is so perfect and I've just got the windows and doors open. So we're going to welcome in the bird chirping into this episode. But um, yeah, I really wanted to talk about it from my perspective because that has really messed with me in my head of, oh, I'm just another, on another like diet trend of this like dogmatic thing. Like this is the way and I'm going to be a disciple for this thing. And, um, that's messed with me a lot because I realized that it's so much more than just diet. However, at the same time, um, I do think that there's a way of eating that is optimal for human beings. And then that gets individualized even more of what's optimal. And so anyways, yeah, I just wanted to talk about this. Um, it, just offer another perspective that I think a lot of people share, but I just wanted to clear the air, if you will. Um, so first of all, like when I say animal-based eating, animal-based healing, and animal-based diet, for me personally, that just means I'm prioritizing animal foods on my plate. So um, it really is the opposite of plant-based, not, you know, anything against that or anything. It's just an opposite perspective, I guess. Um, so when you look at your plate, instead of it being mostly foods from the plant kingdom, I prioritize mostly foods from the animal kingdom. So short and sweet, that's what I mean when I say animal-based. And 
I, I just want to also clear the air that um, I, I'm an images person, like a visual person, and I don't necessarily mean like, like I mean in my mind when I think about things, I usually conjure up like a vision or an image of something. And I've started to see this trend of animal-based where um, the idea of animal-based is a lot of meat and a lot of fruit and honey. And I don't mean that. I just want to clear the air for me personally. Like anytime you hear me, Natalie, refer to animal-based, I don't have this vision of, you know, a mango, a pineapple, and a jar of honey next to a ribeye. Not, I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, love that. Um, <laughs> but that's just not necessarily what I mean. I, I really do mean prioritizing the animal foods first. And now I want to get into why that is. And just from my own perspective, I found this way of eating through healing, through a healing journey, because I learned that when I was eating so many plant foods, number one, I had horrible digestion. Like my gut microbiome was so micro, was so out of balance. Um, he had leaky gut. My digestion was not working optimally. And so eating a lot of fibrous foods just like literally was not working in the most literal sense. I can <laughs> not stress that enough. Um, my digestion just wasn't working, but the plant foods, it, that was, wasn't really what my body needed at the time. What I needed was to build a new di digestive system. So our bodies, you know, we're humans. We're just another form of an animal, right? We're, we're just animals really. And we're constantly regenerating new cells. Um, our, our bones, you know, we, we re rebuild a new skeleton like every seven years, you know, our livers, our new livers, like every three months or so. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. Your nervous system is about every six months. So the process of our body is that it's constantly making new cells, clearing out old ones. And it's this continual evolution and process of regeneration, which is so cool to think about. But now we think about, okay, why do we eat food in the first place? We eat food, yeah, to have energy, but what is that energy for? A lot of that energy is used by our bodies for these processes of breaking down cells, breaking down the old and rebuilding the new. And so I think about prioritizing animal foods because I'm prioritizing the raw building materials, like the basic building blocks that my body needs to build new cells, new tissues. And that is animal fat and protein. That is what our bodies use to build things. It can't use materials from the plant kingdom to build new. And so for me in this process of healing, that's what I needed. That's what I hadn't been getting enough of for so long in my life. And I do think that's true for most people. You know, 
animal meat and fat does not take up a majority of the American plates. Even like the standard American diet, which I know a lot of times is pointed to as you know, a more meat-based diet, but it's really not at all. It's actually pretty plant-based if we're looking at, you know, percentages, but you know, that doesn't really matter. What I'm saying is that I, I had been really starved for these kinds of nutrients, these nutrients that are the building blocks. So that's where all of this starts for me personally. So for me, animal-based eating or an animal-based diet isn't about just hopping on a trend. It really is about being mindful of where I'm at in my journey and what my body needs right now. And, and so that's why I prioritize animal foods. And, um, for me personally, that's not including fruits or really any honey right now. And that's a whole other episode that we'll get into. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with those foods. I really do think it just depends on where you personally are in your journey and, you know, what's serving you and what's not. Um, for me being as I'm still healing, I'm not finished healing yet. Um, it wasn't enough to include mostly animal foods and then let it sort of be like a free for all for like the least toxic plant foods, which I think is sort of the blanket umbrella version of an animal based diet. And that can be a great place to start. Um, and I wanted to be there. Trust me, fruit and honey is so good. (laughs) It's so good. Um, and I'll get there one day, but for me, where I'm at in this journey, I just had to take a step back and recognize that, um, you know, fruits, those kind of carbohydrates, a lot of honey, it just wasn't serving me right now. Um, okay. So I also wanted to talk a little bit about like, this is kind of weird, right? It does seem really extreme. Like if I were to just go out into the world and, you know, have a conversation with anyone and say, oh yes, I only eat meat or 95% of what I consume is meat. People are going to look at you sideways. Like they're going to be like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I've ever heard of. How are you even alive right now? Like it's weird if, especially if you're not really embedded in this very niche community. And I love that it's a niche community. It's so fun to be a part of, but you know, from the outside looking in, it's pretty weird. Um, and I wanted to speak to that because it does seem weird, but I think for me, um, the more that I've tried to shed the community of it. Like I I took a lot of time off social media, like sort of unplugging from trends and fads and not just social media, like in the carnivore space, but also kind of media in general. I started to unplug from the views and opinions of other people around me whether they agreed with me or not, right? And turning inward into my own innate wisdom and to what really aligned with me. And I came back to animal-based way of eating, like totally separate from feeling like it was trendy. I don't know if this is coming across or making sense, but I really did have to affirm this within myself that it really was right for me. And 
And I come to realize that it feels natural. That's what I'm getting at here is that this way of eating for me feels so deeply natural and intuitive. It really does. It just makes sense to me on a cellular level, which might make me even more weird, like the leader of the weird tribe. I don't know, but um, it really does. And so I've, I've done a few thought experiments. You know, if I could just suspend my beliefs, suspend, suspend my preconceived notions for just a moment, which is kind of hard to do, but if I could and zoom out from, you know, what I've known to be like a very cultural American way of eating, you know, this really modern way of eating with our grocery stores and our restaurants and our Pinterest recipes and Instagram, like foodies with all of this that we have access to. And it's just this massive variety of ingredients and foods from all over despite location and season and all of that stuff. If I can zoom out from that and look at how other cultures and other parts of the world eat today that just I wouldn't say are quite as modern as us. Maybe that's not the right way to put it. Maybe they have um, more value on tradition than I think that we have here in America. So looking at other cultures that value tradition a little bit more, um, looking at our modern hunter-gatherer brothers and sisters, and then you know zooming out even more to what you know anthropologists theorize about how our ancient human selves ate and lived, and it was mostly meat and animal foods. It was a much simpler way of eating and is still to this day in a lot of places around the world. It's a much simpler way of eating, even if it's only because they just don't have access to a whole foods, right? When we think about our you know, fellow humans here on this planet that don't have access to all of the imported foods. They're limited to what's grown and raised and harvested and caught um, and hunted right there where they're from. It's a much simpler looking plate. And I'd argue a much healthier and more nourishing plate as well. And there's a lot of little pieces and nuance that go into this conversation. And that's what this whole podcast is about. I get to just chat on these different topics every single week and talk to other people about this. Um, but this whole idea of animal-based, I just wanted to, to talk about and sort of, uh, I don't know, it's the elephant in the room, right? A carnivore diet. It's so weird. It's so crazy. And for those of you that might be really new to this whole idea of a way of eating and all of that, um, typically a carnivore diet is just meat, just animal foods. Now that can range from eggs, fish, poultry, beef, lamb, you know, the whole, like anything animal food goes, um, to maybe just a specific thing like red meat or ruminant animal, you know, beef, salt, and water. Um, Michaela Peterson has coined that the lion diet. Um, my brother used to call me saying that I was on the dino diet, that I was eating like a dinosaur, velociraptor. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. 
Um, so the dino diet, the lion diet, carnivore, animal-based, whatever. Um, it For me, though, it really just comes back to, you know, your why. What are you doing this for? What brought you to this space? And for me, that was because there was something in me that knew that life could be better, that knew that physically I could have so much more energy, knew that physically I could be better nourished. I could have better mental clarity, a you know, more stable mood, a more vibrancy, um, that I could have optimal digestion. That digestion doesn't have to feel like you swallowed a massive balloon every time that you eat, right? Um, there was something in me that knew that there was more and that that wasn't just how it felt to be human. And so that among, you know, a long list of other things is what brought me here. And again, just trying to tune out the noise and the fads and the trends. And, you know, we get into our little tribes with our little clubs and there's lots of dogma and all this around it because we want certainty and security and we want to be right and we want the answers. And I don't know that it's possible for us to ever have all the answers, but I do know, I I truly know this, is that there is so much wisdom etched into our bones, into our DNA, that is available for us to tap into at any time. And it's not easy. It's a lot of layers. It's a lot of uncovering. It's a lot of, you know, remembering right? Of who we really are. But if we just pause for a moment and contemplate the idea that our ancestors go back thousands of generations, you know, they've been doing this human thing for a long time, a lot of trial and error. And it took each and every one of those generations that came before you to create you as you are here today. There is a physical, tangible piece of each ancestor that came before you in you right now, alive, buzzing with energy. And there is wisdom in that. There really is. I think the value of the wisdom of those that came before us, it is invaluable. And that's what I'd like to leave you with today. A new perspective on animal-based eating, diets, carnivore, all of that, these are all tools at our disposal for healing. And there's a lot of information out there, a lot of resources, and I'm not afraid to talk about nutrition and using food as medicine here on this podcast. I'm not afraid of you know different labels like carnivore or animal-based. But I do believe at the end of the day, we are all unique in a way. We really are. We all come from different ancestors. We all have our own unique microbiome with its own unique needs. And so this story, it's going to look different for each and every one of us. And that's okay. That's totally okay. We're in this together. However, at the end of the day, no one can know your body No one can know where exactly you are on your journey except for you. And that is the task. That is the work that we are called to do when we embark on this journey 
for change, for something new, for healing, when we want something different, when we are unsatisfied with how things are right now and we make that decision to change, this is the work. This is the work that's required of us to figure out, okay, how do we navigate this path? Because it's a lot of undoing. It's a lot of unlearning and tapping in to that innate wisdom that each and every one of us has inside. All right, my friends, thank you again so much for spending a little bit of time with me. I hope that this finds you well and warm. I hope that at some point in your day, in your week, you're able to touch your bare feet to the bare earth. You're able to feel the sun on your skin. Look up at the sky and know that you are alive and you are a gift. And if you're here, if you're here, then you're meant to be here. And we need you and we thank you. Together, we are rebuilding our natural human habitats. So whatever you can do this week to rebuild a little piece of your habitat to promote health, healing, vitality, do that. Peace, my friends. Thank you.